You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Pato. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's guest is a returning guest. Maybe if you remember him from show number 36. This is show 147. He's one of my favorite people in the business. He's Don Letterman and Conan. He hosts two podcasts, one called Defend Your Movie and the other called The Skylight Podcast about UFOs. Apparently, comedy is not the final frontier for this guy. <laughs> it's Sean Donnelly. Woo! Yay! Hello, everybody. Let's talk Sean Donnelly for the first corner. So, how's your pandemic? I know. That's the new go-to. That's the how's, how you doing. Yeah, it's not you, how you doing anymore. It's how's your quarantine going. What are you doing? Um, I'm doing, I was doing, I've been, I, have, has your husband, your pandemic's been going in like, you go in waves. I think you start off, it's almost like the, uh, what are you, like the, the five stages of grief where you're like <laughs> first, <laughs> that's funny, <laughs> where, you're, where you're, where you're first uh, depressed and, and I'm, I think I'm at acceptance at this point. I think I'm pretty much, um, so at first I was like eating, because I was, before the quarantine, I was like going to a gym and stuff, trying to get better. And then, uh, and then quarantine happened. I was like eating really badly. And I think I was drinking, drinking more than I was before. And like, I kind of was like a little bit of a mess. And then I kind of straightened that out. So I was doing a lot of watching crappy, a lot of Guy Fieri shows, like a lot of like Triple D and Triple G, like really becoming a, an expert on those shows. And then, um, I've been going on like I was going on like I went on, I went on a Zoom date. I I, I wrote a joke oh, about shit. that where you I was like, "What is that like? Yeah, how was that?" Because I went on two you... Zoom dates. It didn't work out. There was a bad connection. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> By the third one, you just whip your dick out and throw it at the camera. I mean, what you... <laughs> well, you know what's funny is I went out on two Zoom dates with this girl, and then she goes, "I didn't feel a romantic connection." I go, "That wasn't awkwardness. That was buffering. That was just me not being able to." Like that kind of thing. So, so I, I did that, and then I, when things kind of eased up a little bit, I started going. I went on a couple of like uh, app dates, like down by the like socially distanced right. dates, which is really, which is really kind of weird because it takes like the good night kiss is taken off the table completely because <laughs> right. you're like nobody's gonna chance that just you know at first you know That's anyway. True. So, so I've been doing that, and then just yeah, just watch trying to be productive and doing my podcast, and I have a radio show like. And just do it, trying to stay. Like, I'm at the point now where I'm like, oh, I need to. Be, I want to go back to as much normal as I can. Like, I need to be as as busy as I can. But you still get lazy, you know. I still watch a bunch of crappy TV. It's so funny because I, when I look at pictures, you you do post some social, and then I see you on, um, you know, on we play trivia, and um, yeah. you look thin. Oh, thank you, buddy. I'm not quite at the. I wouldn't use the word thin yet, but I. Uh, thinner, <laughs> I'm thinner. thinner, thin for thin for Donnelly. I think that's what you mean by that. Uh, You're zoom well, thin. You're zoom thin. I'm zoom thin. The yeah, camera zoom loses takes off 10 pounds. forty pounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if you if you could go back and and start the knowing what you know now, if you went back in the the very beginning, what would you change? 
Like, you know, mean as far as quarantine goes? Just yeah, if you could go back at the beginning and you know, like, holy shit, still going to be going on in July. Like, would you have done anything different? I would have bought more toilet paper up front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. I also would have. I probably would have done the. I would have tried because I'm doing intermittent fasting. I would have started that earlier and uh. hopefully had better results by now. And then, uh, uh, but I'm getting like I feel better. I'm doing for like how I feel more than that. Yeah. And I would have been like, oh, well, the the two months where we were like inside and you really couldn't do anything. I would have actually buckled down and wrote something and I should have written, I should have been writing jokes more. I'm trying to do that now daily, but I should have been, I should have been more productive in the beginning. And if I knew it was going to go this long, I would have done something. Well, you I did probably, do something. You didn't, you shave for charity. And then, Oh, I did. Nice yeah. Thing. I had, I had the beard for like, I hadn't shaved in like 15 years. And, uh, so I wanted to shave the beard anyway during quarantine. Cause I knew I wasn't going to be doing any shows. Because the beard's like, a, you know, it's like, a, it's like almost like a teddy bear, or like a, a security blanket. And uh, so I was like, oh, let me let me see if I can raise a couple bucks for, for the nurses. Because that was like when everybody was like, you know, clapping for the right. nurses. And, and all these people were, these people were like putting themselves in jeopardy to work their jobs at the hospitals. So I did. And I, I think I raised like two grand for the nurses. Yeah, and you were looking at that picture going, how'd that 12-year-old boy raise <laughs> You look so young with no beard. Well, thank you because somebody wrote, a friend of mine, somebody we know, I forget who it was, wrote to me and says, how do you look older and younger at the same time? Like, how <laughs> nah, you look good. I mean, if you, and you look so Irish. I mean, like you didn't look like a leprechaun yeah. enough with the beard or whatever, Santa, whatever you want to say. But now, it's like without the beard, it's like, oh, my God, this guy. Oh, yeah. The beard's so back funny. in business. The, beard, so, yeah, yeah. the next time I saw you, you had a full beard. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it came back pretty fast. Actually. Wait, can we go back to the Zoom date? Do, yeah. Do you? Just, yeah, of course. Do you know what that person looks like before? Or you, when the Zoom comes on, is it like the reveal? Are you already? Oh Zoom? no, no, it's not like Zoom blind dates. It's like oh, there is I, a Zoom blind date from, too. No, 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 no. I'm saying it wasn't. It was like uh, somebody from an like one of the apps, I guess. And then okay. it was like, well, you want to do a Zoom meetup? Yeah. And then I was like, I can't believe. I, I think I even wrote, I can't believe I'm saying that, but do you want to do a Zoom date? <laughs> And, and you, when we did, did yeah, you cooked a dinner and you ate a dinner together. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I tried to like uh, put the spaghetti into my monitor on my on my computer. <laughs> I wanted. To, I tried to recreate the uh, the lady in the tramp. Bit, do you but get? With Zoom. Do you get dressed up for that? Did she get dressed up for that? I you get dressed. I got dressed up for like the top part of me. Like I just was like. <laughs> But for me, dressed up is like maybe a collared shirt, and I still wear my hat because I'm bald and I hate that. <laughs> I so I, I still look like a mechanic when I'm dressed up. You know? Do you have to change the background? You're afraid, like, oh, I better take this dildo out of the back of my <laughs> the back of <laughs> shot or whatever you got back there. You know, it's like Robert King I... used to have that in the studio. Like every shot had that in the back. I'm like, why don't you take that out? I think I had when I talked to her. I still had this young Frankenstein poster behind me, so it wasn't a bad background. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Well, unless she's like, oh, my God, he's got movie posters in the back. That's what. Yeah. No, but it was like framed. So it makes it classier. <laughs> <laughs> you have this you have this bit that um, like you're you think you're an idiot like Donald Trump, that whole bit you do. Yeah. Um, and like it's all because you went on a job interview. You have this. I don't want to pimp you too much for this bit, but you you, you say you feel like him because of stuff that you've done in your life, you know, so he. You know exactly how he feels. He's dumb, but he's trying to get away with something. Do you, yes, right. Now, after all this time, now four months in, you've had that bit beforehand and during and when we were still doing comedy. Now it's four months later. 
if is he over your idiot level yet? You didn't, do you feel above him yet in this? Oh my god, yeah. I've, I, that was about a year ago. I wrote that. That bit's fairly. That bit's from a while ago. And yeah, I would say at this point, I've tr- I've trumped Donald Trump. So yeah, you, I'm, you I'm, can't I'm, go back on stage and go, "Wow, this is how I feel like an idiot." Like that. This is how you relate to him. Like you can't relate to him anymore, can you? You know, it's not at all. No, no, no. I, I never really did. I, know, I always I thought it. he was a clown. But yeah. but yeah, but I but I was trying to do like a like a funny. self-deprecating Trump joke. Yeah, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Funny. That was funny. It was one of the few um, that you like. Okay, this is a nice take. You know, and and um, but yeah, it's like over the crazy. Now, how do you feel? Now, do you feel any? Can you equate I it at all? I'm just. I don't know about you guys. I'm just so burnt out on it that I, I I'm barely paying attention to the news. I'm just really um pining away for for november and hopefully it's just all over and even it gets to the point it gets to like a guttural level of i just don't even want to hear his name anymore yeah. it's like that kind of thing yeah. where it's like Everybody. besides all the, the the racism and the policy stuff it's like just don't even talk about him anymore. it's so annoying yeah. it's like you know, overstate is welcome if you want if you wake up in the morning and hit get hit with the news it's just so Awesome. Oh, I go to sleep every night. I, I start, watch this like it's I Homeland, I can't and stop, it's crazy. No, for like one week, I woke up every morning, and I just turned to International House Hunters. <laughs> <laughs> my life was better. I was Everything like seemed normal for a sec. Because if you wake up and go right to like Morning Joe or the CNN, it's just like CNN, it just, it just kills you. It just sucks the soul out of you. <laughs> well, you know what it is, is this. Here, the, okay, so I have an unpopular view when it comes to that. Because the reason why he gets away with what he gets away with is because he's not 100% wrong. Because if you watch those shows, they really, they screwed up. I think the MSNBC should have apologized for airing his entire rallies when it was supposed to be a joke it's when true. he first started. They should, they should have came, we, came out and said, we did shoddy reporting. We should not have given this candidate this much time. It was not serious, and we made it serious. Like, they should have, they should be, they should have to do that. Also, they don't learn their lesson. I don't know if you watch I, the things you hear now are, yeah, but he's 14 points behind Biden. I don't care. I will not care until they're saying he lost yeah. 100% that he lost. Yeah, I will not I won't I won't believe that it's 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 any of this. Well, I won't they're, any they're afraid. Somebody said a good Democrat is a scared Democrat. So yeah, they don't care 14 points the day of the thing. They're still worried that Russians will get involved and so yeah. it's a it's a really scary thing. Do you, oh, it's totally What scary. do you think it's going to be like when we go back? What's the comedy scene when we go back? Is it just we? Go, hey, man, we just I can't do subway jokes. I got to either talk about what happened during pandemic. Uh, what I'm it, hoping is I think there's going to be a pandemic hack where it's like everybody has their whole right. their whole 15 minute set is about about pandemic, which I think people are going to get sick of very but you have, quickly. But you have no choice, do you? What else can you talk about? What else are you going to talk about? Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I think the whole idea is going to be. I think everybody has that opening quarantine joke that would, would get right. them on your side, and then and then you hopefully go into something else, even if it's a matter of that would be a good that would actually be a good a good um, exercise in joke writing where it's like it's a quarantine joke, but you take out the part where it's during quarantine. So even if it's about like, hey, I'm learning to cook, like during quarantine, but you take out the during quarantine, right. and it's just a cooking joke. You know I what I'm saying? Like what, that kind of I thing. think you're right. I think that's what it's eventually going to turn into. But when you start, like, okay, I took up cooking, and here's what happened when I was cooking. It, it, because I'll tell you, I did my first headlining set in five months in Pennsylvania over this past weekend. Oh wow! And and it was a socially distanced outside show for for Soul Joel. You know Soul Joel, I think, right? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, he's good, good. But 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 anyway, and I I was kind of dreading it because I was like, I'm going to be awful. Like I'm going to be absolutely awful. And I and I, honestly, it was great. But I think part of the reason it was great was because they were dying for anything. Yes, that helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... And all, and I don't think they the want to hear completely about quarantine. They're trying to get their minds off it anyway. Right. So it's like, yeah. 
Yeah. The- Somebody told me that once after a Zoom show. I go, did you enjoy it? They're like, yeah, but we kind of logged in as an escape and all you guys just talked about you doing current quarantine. <laughs> but I said what you said. I go, yeah, but that's all that's going on. Yeah, like, what yeah. else is going And this is so unprecedented. What else are you supposed to talk yeah, about? Yeah, you see the Yankees? No. Did you go to that bar? No. Yeah. no. <laughs> did you have a good date the other day? No. I didn't do shit. Yeah. I didn't do shit. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, yeah. Everybody's a couch potato at this point. Yeah. But I also, um, I think what the scene-wise, what's going to happen when we get out of here, I think it's going to be pared down to like early 2000s type numbers where it's like some of these people that are doing online stuff and it's easier for them. They weren't getting spots before. That's just what they're going to be. There's going to be like oh. a new classification oh, interesting. of stand-ups that just become like on like YouTubers. Like there's going to be more YouTubers, less physical stand-up comics. Wow. All right. That's, that's what a, I guess. That's a nice I don't know. Yeah. All right. We see you on trivia. We play trivia every once in a while. Tony Deo is nice enough to put that together for us. And, um, that's a pretty cool idea he came up with. I just like the format of the, he puts people in rooms, comes back and gives you the you know the thing. He breaks yeah. up the teams. Um, how are your teams doing? How are you guys doing? Oh my god! The way, well, I was on uh, with really great people. I was on with Shacky and Ariel and 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 Mike. Uh, I'm the Mike. Jesus, James Mattern, and uh, and really really good people. But we for some reason. We let the past few times. I think we were second to last and last, <laughs> but, but like I, but we have fun doing it. It's fun hanging out, you know, it's that kind of thing. But when we were last, we're always like, Oh, I mean, we're kind of bummed every time it happens. Like you don't want to take it too seriously, but you get, you get a little bit competitive when you're doing it. You know? Oh man. I mean, we keep, we keep choking, dude. We, we, <laughs> we keep choking so hard. I come in, I've come in second every time, every time. And I mean, on, the first three, when he does that, uh, whatever. He's got this one series of questions where I cannot get the I. I should have gotten one was like capital state capitals with the highest population or something like that. And like I don't know any state capitals, and I have no idea of their population. Like I should yeah, have gone on the road more, is what he told me. That's what that told me. The the flip side of it is like that. He also doesn't have the super easiest questions. Oh, like well, that's, that's good. Awesome. We like we don't want it super easy. Like with the one there was the one thing. Everybody got everything. We missed one. We came in second. You know, <laughs> we finished, <laughs> unbelievable. We finished in second four times by one. Yeah, by one. It was brutal. But this one we choked. We were up by two going into the last round. We just choked the living <sighs> crap out of it, and we lost by one. Oh, it was. Oh, it was classic. When he does those list ones, like top 10 this, top 10 popular this, or whatever, yeah. or top 10 movies, and whatever, uh, it, those are the hardest ones. Those are, the, those are definitely the hardest ones. Yeah, I mean. That's hard to pick 10. Do you, did you, does your groups always have the same thing we do where we, no one can get anything, and then everyone's thrown out answers, and then we choose the wrong one, so then one person's always like, if you would have listened fault. to me. Yeah. We've had that happen. Yeah, we've had that happen, but, but sometimes... I've, we, like, we're all whenever whenever it's one that's like pretty uh, reachable. It's we're all on the same page pretty much. Yeah. But we'll, you, we're all very diplomatic too. We're like nobody's fighting. I feel like I've done that where I've been, I've been both actually. I've been where I, my idea is wrong, but my personality fits into that because I go, hey, whatever you want to do. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so diplomatic. Right. I'm like, I think it's this, but whatever you guys want to do. And yeah, there's been times where I've been right and they've been wrong. And but I've been on both sides where I've been wrong, and I was like, "Oh well, thank God you didn't take my <laughs> take my answer." I've definitely but, been on both sides of the, as well. Yeah, yeah, that's happened. It's usually a very diplomatic thing of like, "Hey, whatever." But but I, there's a couple times where I wish I was more confident. Where I'm like, I know this is right, and I'm I'm like I'm like eighty percent sure, but I'm not being like assertive in the in the conversation. You know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's uh, 
It's a lot of fun, though. I any I recommend you guys out there doing Zoom trivia nights. That's a lot of fun. I don't know. I know Ray Allen tries to get stuff. Did you do his comedy show? His uh, I haven't own? done it yet because every time he asks me, I have like some other streaming thing, or I had to go somewhere or whatever it was. Oh, I'm putting this in air quotes. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to the next well, one. Is it Aruba back on? Can all you guys start going there? Oh well, he's yeah. You can go to Aruba. There's no people. People aren't going. There's no. Well, there's no comedy. Literally, yet. it's Ray Allen. That's, that's all that's down there. He had Ray Romano on the show. Yeah, oh dang, that's pretty good. All right, let's go to the yeah. second corner. Um. It's. I want to talk about UFOs. You have a whole podcast. Yeah, in, like, I will. I like, will answer anything you guys need to know about what's oh, going first on. First of all, how'd you come up with this idea, and how long have you been obsessed with this? Okay, so that's totally uh, fair. Oh, I, yeah, I, wait, um, I have one question too. On top of that, how long have you lived under the Denver airport? <laughs> <laughs> all right, start with mine. Thank you. Uh, anyway, so I've been uh, into UFOs. So it's all about the same time. So I've always thought it was a cool topic, but I guess I always had the outlook that it's probably us or you know whatever. I, I never really looked much into it. I always liked that kind of stuff, but I I didn't think there was too much there. Uh, and then cut to uh, almost three years ago now, December 2017 or whatever it is. I like this um, story already. Uh, I like what? this. Wait, what happened? We're, we're predicting like setup. you were walking down the street and a little green man yeah. came up to you with a ray gun. Holy and that's shit, what Neil's I waiting so for. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I was so sitting that, on the porch. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, so the there was a New York Times article, which I'm guessing you know about because um, – uh, that was called uh, Black Money, uh, Glowing Auras, and something out, whatever, uh, UFOs. And it was it was in the New York Times, which first gives me the in, an inclination that it might have been true. And it didn't mention Little Green Men. What it mentioned was this group called ATIP, which was around, uh, which existed for five years, but actually really still exists. Uh, which the people in the group, in the, it was within the Department of Defense. They were given twenty million dollars of taxpayer money, and they were tasked with looking at these these videos and with data they were given uh, by military sources. So we're talking like, I don't know, like like pilots of F-18s, uh, commanders on aircraft carriers, stuff like that. Anybody who would be getting this stuff from like the middle of the ocean or from from a, a base somewhere, a, a nuclear site or whatever it is. And it really rang true to me. And I was like, this seems pretty fucking believable. This seems believable. <laughs> and uh, with accompanied with that article with these decommissioned, declassified videos, these three videos that they could not identify. And they were apparently a couple of them were already on YouTube for a while, but nobody ever nobody ever confirmed their authenticity. Uh, and at the time the article came out, nobody did either. They just accompanied the – they were just uh, declassified. But since then, the um, – Department of Defense has said they're real, and now just recently the Navy has not only said they're real, but they said, yes, uh, these are unidentified, and there are things that we cannot identify that's in our airspace. Uh, they had a closed-door session of Congress, which uh, you can look up. That's right. That I know about they, had all these, they, they had all these guys come in that saw stuff, and they came in with their data, and the electrostatic data, and their radar data, and their, and their I guess, their anecdotal data. And they came in, and they told what they saw, and it went now in the Navy. It used to be that if you saw one of these things, you were either fired or you were sent to a doctor. <laughs> now there's an actual path for you to report what you've seen. Yeah, they call and now Neil. they're taking it seriously. Was, they call Neil, and they go, <laughs> Did Neil see something? No, wait. No, are no. You he wants to see something. Are you now 100% sure that there's US, UFOs? I'm 100% sure there's UFOs because, yes. I'm, I'm now, do I know, know, know they're aliens? No, I don't. 
but from what I've, there's so much stuff. There's so much of this stuff that comes from these rational, these rational, like sober sources that you would be like, these guys have nothing. The one that did it for me was this. And it, and it also it plays into the. I think it's even mentioned in this article about ATIP is the David Fravor case. Now, David Fravor was this pilot. He was a commander, David Fravor. He was the head of, like, 300 pilots on the USS Nimitz, which was off the coast of San Diego. And back in, like, 2004, uh, when he was he was in charge of all these guys, for, for two weeks straight, their, their um, instruments were seeing these objects that were coming from, like, above what they can record on the, on the ship. Like, so above 50,000 feet, coming down to 50 feet above the water and going right back up in seconds, right? Yeah. So they were seeing these things on the radar, and they, like, couldn't explain it, and they didn't get actual eyes on them. But they were like, what the hell's going on? So they restarted the system. These things were still showing up. And there was multiple. There was, like, fleets of these things. So one day... Fravor and one pilot in one plane, an F-18, which is the, the, the fastest, most advanced plane that we have, uh, and, another, and another plane were out for ex- daily exercises. And they get a call from the ship saying, drop what you're doing, we're seeing these things again. And the short version is, they show up, they get to the location of where they tell them to go, Fravor looks down, and he sees this giant 100-foot space, space of water frothing, almost like it was like the waves were breaking, like boiling water kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And above that, there was like some kind of object beneath that. And above that was a 40-foot object that is bouncing around above that 100 uh, foot space of water and it's like no no wings no exhaust no nothing right oh, wait so, so he has a picture with his cell phone right no no he doesn't have a picture with his cell phone they, they have one of the videos that, <laughs> that came out from the, the infrared videos is they have videos of these of this stuff like you can look it up you can see the spaceship floating yes you can you see can it flying see, on the ocean right i've seen those videos you right? can see it flying on the ocean yes. and, they, and they lock into it but it's all infrared but they have other videos that aren't infrared that haven't been released of this stuff they've admitted it they said we have more videos of this. uh and so what he does is he goes down and but here's the thing about this story is Watch this guy talk. Look up David Fravor, and you tell me this guy has any. This guy's never written a book. This guy hasn't made a dime off this thing. Right. You tell me this guy's lying, and then I'll maybe I'll believe you. <laughs> and tell me the reason why you think he's lying. Because all this guy has more to lose than he does to have to gain. Right. Because he didn't come out with the story until he retired because he didn't want to. He didn't want to be sent to a freaking insane asylum. Did right. He get, did he get probed or anything? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't aliens, Lenny. <laughs> this is what all they're right. saying. This is military sore stuff. That's right. why Lenny this just, stuff has become Lenny's more. Lenny's been dying to get anally probed. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why not me? When will that happen? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you. The Do reason why English. I'm into it. Uh, like, when you know me, like you know me for years. Was I ever this guy before this happened? No, I don't. Now, did, I, don't, did I mention UFOs once to you before no, this article came out? No. Yeah, exactly. But do you exactly. also believe in like uh, the paranormal, like? Like ghosts and our, our spirits and stuff like that too, or is that? Or I'll is, tell you, are those two completely different things to you? Or the tooth fairy? <laughs> I'll tell you this much: Lenny is such an asshole. I know, I'll, yeah, tell yeah, you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, if any of that stuff is true, I think it ties into this because one of the theories about these about these things is that it's interdimensional, not that it's coming from somewhere else. Right. And I could see that paranormal stuff fitting into the same world, but I don't. I've never seen anything. I've never seen any UFOs or anything. I've never seen yeah. any of this stuff. But the, the other thing that makes me think that the paranormal stuff might be true is the manager of the comedy cellar, uh, who I won't mention her name because she doesn't like this fact, does not believe in ghosts. And she said she's seen one on two different. Um, oh, at the cellar? Really? Two different really? occasions. Yeah, one, yeah, exactly. So they that also, and the, wait, wait, wait. And, and you they know, also, and Lenny knows what I'm talking about. And, they, also, and, and, they also drink a lot down there, just so everybody knows. There's a lot of drinking <laughs> that goes on. Lenny believes it because he loves, because Whoopi Goldberg. 
She had the, she had the <laughs> gift. She had the shine. <laughs> she, yeah, in Ghost the movie. Yeah. If an alien came and and had sex with Lenny at night in his at, he still would be he like, still wouldn't believe he'd it. He'd still be like, that just was that's just something else. Well, maybe my neighbor, but it wasn't real. I mean, let me go to this. Do you want to meet one? Do you want if it, uh, do you want to meet an alien like and do but, they what form do they come in? And I'm gonna let you. Talk. I don't know. And then do, not, are they yeah. like, hello, Sean. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, hi, I'm Sean. Let's hang out. Hey, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> I'm smarter than Donald Trump. Like, where do you think you're going to meet him? Yeah, like, I'm Sean. This is Rickles, my dog. It's going <laughs> to, you guys want to hang? It's a good question. Do you live your, do you, do you, Lenny, I know you don't. Do you live your life kind of with that thought? Like, oh, shit, this could all come to an end quickly? No, no, not at all. Because I don't think, I think um, from what it seems, the, if, if say hypothetically, and I'm not saying it is aliens, mm-hmm. uh, these things don't come. They just they come. They they show up in the airspace, and that that's it. Like, oh, well, some people, I don't, the abduction stuff. I don't I don't buy into, but I don't because I because I, that seems too crazy to me. But I do buy into the idea when when you have like military sources saying what they've seen. I'll believe that far. Like yeah. I'll believe you know. But uh, no, I don't walk around thinking, oh, it's one day it's going to be like it's going to be an Independence Day and they shoot up the. The White House, or something like that, or it's Mars attacks, and they just like obliterate everybody with those guns. Like I don't think that at all. I just, I just find it super interesting. The, you know what did it for me is that there's way more evidence that it's for real than I ever imagined. Like there's way more out there than uh, than I thought. I thought it was all like, 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 like almost like Jessica Curzon's joke, where she's like, ah, like a, like a redneck in the forest, you know, like well, oh, that's all this lot, and it's like a plane. or that's something. That's a great yeah. question. Why don't the aliens? just land in New York City and get it done with. You know, like, we're here. There's a theory behind that. Yeah. Because, first off, it's why it's almost like, okay, so say there, say, we're, look how far you, like, humans haven't been around for that long, right? right. Just take another, another hundred, another hundred thousand years of advancement on humans and what we would be doing. So they're way beyond us. Right. They're a way more advanced uh, um, race or whatever you want to call it. Like, it's almost like us with an anthill. You're not going to go try to talk to ants and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to, you're not going to be above an anthill, like hello ants. Like that's like yeah, you're well, observing another, an anthill. Give me another. Until, bite, until the red ants bite your. How long? Up, uh, look down there. <laughs> up your head, and you're like, oh. <laughs> how long am I going to be in this pandemic situation? Because I got about six months from when I'm talking to ants. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might just go befriend some ants. Yeah, and outside. Hey ants, where are you well, guys from? <laughs> I, I, well, the the thing is, it sounds to me in the videos I've all wa- I've watched is more like what you're saying. I feel like they're here, like they're almost like taking something from us. Like they're, it's like they're just they're, yeah, like uh, like some kind of resource. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Like they're here. Yeah. They're always flying over the ocean. They're always taking. It feels like yeah, the water is a big thing. Yeah, they're taking yeah. shit and then they leave. Yeah, they must like water because let me give you let me give you a little stats. I did some research for this, Sean, because you know. Oh they, wow. They land in Idaho, right? A hundred. Idaho has a lot. That was uh, close encounters. One hundred sixty-four sightings in the last year and a half. Okay. Okay. Flor- they love um, Idaho. Okay, because that's per capita. This is per capita. So Idaho is one of the top. So apparently they love Idaho. Uh, maybe they're going to talk to Ryan Hamilton. I don't know. Or <laughs> Florida. 567 sightings. There's a lot of people there, but there's a lot of sightings constantly. Now, Florida kind of makes sense because there's a lot of weird... I mean, well, there's Florida more is, people, weird people. And I'm pretty sure Florida like are aliens. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you peel back their face at this point because they're so ridiculous. Um, but Texas 
Only, believe it or not, Neil's state there, 1.29 per 100,000 in Texas. Very low. Apparently, they do not like hanging in Texas. What gives, Sean, the mountains of Idaho? <laughs> they're very liberal, these uh <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they, they see the amount of guns in Texas. They're like, let's steer clear of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Those bullet things are hard. I'm just yeah. asking, like, why is there, why, a, you know, it just seems a little coincidental that Florida, a bunch of wackos, Idaho is a bunch of wide open <laughs> Yeah, but states. what about, uh, what did you look up any other states, like California or no, I mean, New York? The, I didn't look up this. This is coming to me now. There's been a couple of stories in the news. I was like, that's why I came up. I was like, oh, if we talk to Donnelly, he could talk UFOs. <laughs> Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't. I don't think there's any rhyme or reason. There's also tons of sightings in South America. Yeah, I'm sure there's sightings everywhere. You know, South America is even more of a hotspot than here. There's there's also tons of well encounters in Russia during the Cold War the, that happened. The aliens speak Spanish. I don't know if you knew that. So and Portuguese. <laughs> well, now what about the lizard people? Do you believe that? No, no, I don't. I don't because I can't. No, I can't get my head around that. Okay, like, real quick because we're running out of time. What, are, what do you think goes on in Area Fifty One? What What do they have? What do they have? For I think Area Fifty One has uh, like I, there's, there's other areas that you don't. I think that Area Fifty One has like our technology. So I, I our advanced technology. I think there's there's a place near Area Fifty One called S Four that supposedly that was that place that the Bob Lazar story where they had nine different. That's according to Bob Lazar, they had nine different UFOs. Oh wow. But that's the difference. That's that's you can't get to S four. Like Area fifty one is like Area fifty one has become like the the tourist place. Right. Like where it's like I don't think anything of I don't think there's actually anything crazy going on there. I think it's just them trying out new technology. Well, what about um? What about you, the, wait? If they're all not with nine there at the same time, so it was like a, a Comic Con. No, they were, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like a, <laughs> they had the Millennium Falcon there. Yeah. It was pretty exciting. <laughs> Everybody was there. What about the Denver Airport? <laughs> yeah, Neil says it's under the Denver. What do you got under the Denver? What's under the Denver, Denver Airport? That's the that's the Illuminati thing, isn't it? Oh, that's Illuminati. That's not the aliens. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's partially aliens. Who knows? Well, yeah, yeah we got to talk. We have to get an Illuminati expert <laughs> to talk about under the. <laughs> I once slept on the floor of the Denver Airport. I came home with a cold. That's all I got to say about the Denver Airport. All right, I got. Well, one I think minute. you sleep on any floor. You come home with a cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which? Uh, all right. So, which sci-fi show? That you've watched over the years, Star Wars, Star Trek, Predator, Arrival with Amy Adams, like think Aliens. I think it'll be like the movie Aliens. We're going to go up there, try and research something. We'll get up there. Then it's going to kill us all and inhabit us and come back here and kill us all. But I, um, which one do you in your head do you see uh, as close to what you think will happen aliens wise? Like when we start. Oh, uh, like a famous one. I just watched Interstellar last night. And that's the one. And that scene, that's pretty. That seems pretty on point. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because I don't know what the what. I have no idea because I don't know. What, I don't even know if it's aliens. It, it could, it, like the, the, the fact of the matter is, what that's one of the things they're saying in these articles. It could be China or Russia is like crazy technology. But right. a lot of people, a lot of those people within that world, don't think that's the case. Marco Rubio just came out and said that it's not china or russia that it's 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 ufos I it's pretty, extraterrestrial. that's a bad that's if, let he's, me, if he's your guy you're yeah. in bad shape because i think i could fool marco rubio with like a, a red laser pointer let, me, yeah. let <laughs> me hit both of you guys with a quick one i mine is definitely close encounters and if you realize what happened in close encounters was that they had a fake a a toxic spill or a <laughs> like a fake bacteria that hit the world a virus so everybody stayed inside so they could do their own little thing does that sound familiar? <laughs> that's right. close um, encounters. That's exactly yeah, that's what probably it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we're just living <laughs> out movies. All right, let's go to the next one. 
Which brings us to movies. That's why Sean Donnelly's here to talk. He also has a podcast about movies. Defend your movie, which you say is no longer a pod, uh, podcast. Totally. Well, it's, well, it's loosely based on movies now because we're trying to branch out a little bit. Okay. Do you, do you miss going to the movies now? It's, yes. That's one of the big things, right? Yeah. And I, they pushed back Tenant. I was excited to maybe go see Tenant in the movie theater after all this is said and done. But yeah, then they don't know when they're coming out with Tenant now because you yes, have to see Tenet. Tenet. That's the new Christopher Nolan movie that's coming oh, out. Oh, is that Batman? They push it back to like August now. <laughs> no, it's Tenant. Oh, it's, it's just another Batman. movie. Okay, he's making it. Yeah. Right. I'm just. Um, were movies dead anyway? I mean, I always loved going to the theater. Neil and I used to go all the time in like the late nineties and early mid two thousand, and then suddenly <laughs> it's de- it was gone. There's no like. Wait, we used to go to see like Todd Solon's movies or you know Those are dead. That's dead, yeah. Yeah, it was so sad. That's what we wanted to see. I don't need to see, you know, um the Avengers four. I mean, go suck a dick. Seriously, that's what the movies are. <laughs> see, I like all of them. So I would go see movies like that, like Todd Solon's. Well think of it this way, you know what really suffered? Because Todd Solon's you still have like the, the indie art house theaters to go see movies like that. Right. But the real suffer, the one who suffers through all this, is Richard Gere. Those type of movies uh, are just out of the movie. Like they don't, ma- they, maybe they'll put them on demand now or something yeah, like that. But those are like straight, they're right to Netflix now. Those kind of movies because it's only big blockbusters in the big theaters, and then you have like the IFC theater or Angelica or something like that, where it's like you'll see the. But those are few and far between anyway. Well, I feel but like- yeah, I think the movie going experience is is definitely now. It's really going to suffer. I feel like this is every pitch meeting in Hollywood. Ready. You walk in, you're like, I got a great film idea. And then the guy behind the desk is like, can you make that into a TV show? <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you give me about 45 hours of that? Well, they had, you know, like Watchmen came out and then the first, the pilot's like, you know, an hour or two hours. And I'm like, this was pretty good, you know, but. Yeah, well, movie? that's only, you know what, you know what happened with the Watchmen, the TV show? No. That's Damon Lindelof, the guy who did right. Lost. So right. they're only doing that one season because of how he was treated on Lost. Because he got, he went off Twitter after Lost went off the air because he got so much hate mail and hate tweets and death threats and all this crazy stuff. So he, so he went off Twitter for a while and then went back on. I think I got. And say, now every the every guy, show this guy does is going to be like one two seasons. I got good because let me tell you something. He's weird. Uh, Lost. <laughs> I you know all I want to do. That's the kind of show. Lost is the kind of show where I'll watch the first one. Okay, it's unexplained. You could. I don't need to see anything until the last one. Just tell me what happened. It it would drive me bonkers. Just tell me what caused the thing. Right. <laughs> Done. Same thing with um, the leftovers. I watched the leftovers. If you that's followed. him too. That's I him know too. that's him too. I, yeah. I had no idea. Then I the leftovers. All I wanted to do was fu- exactly find out the thing. Right. And I watched three seasons of that. Gina, my wife got off the bandwagon after about three episodes. I, said, I can't watch this anymore. And again, I try it's, to find out. It's what intense. Thing. Yeah, yeah, intense. That's yeah. intense. And I'm not sure they even answered what happened to the thing. And then the third one he does is Watchmen. And I watch, you know, most of that. And it kind of wraps up. At least that one had an ending where I can sleep at night. So, yeah, yeah. But, oh, my Lord. <laughs> well, like, Damon Lindoff really, he really knows how to get me sucked in. And then I want to kill him. Well, it, well, Lost was a situation where that was the first one where people were doing. They didn't like Lost was part of that old model of TV, right? 
where it was like yeah. uh, you had twenty what, was twenty three episodes uh-huh. a season. Yeah, yeah. But like, but then people were binging it. Like that was the first. Like people like I got. I remember getting into it the second right before the second season because the DVDs came out. I watched the first season overall Christmas break. So and also they weren't. They had that we want to make money model, so uh, ABC would not give them an end date, so they just had to keep adding right. mysteries onto it, mystery mis- because they were like, "Hey, let us let us end this, so we can like wrap things up." And they were like, "No, it's making money." <laughs> Um, well, that's a good question. Would you have rather seen some of these TV shows now that we all binge watch as a film? Is there, would you rather seen it that way, like a Game of Thrones? Um, would you ever seen a Game of Thrones like Lord of Rings, as in four films or five films? Than a well, I never watched Game of Thrones. I know it's blasphemous. I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, that is a good show. Uh, but, but as far as Lost goes, no, I I, I liked having the uh, the cliffhanger from season to season. Like at least for the first few, they had some pretty great ones. The first like three seasons, they had some pretty great cliffhangers. Uh, and then they answered some of the stuff at the end, but it really was, it was a disappointment, but you kind of have to accept it for what it is. Cause exactly. I was like a diehard fan. You gotta, you gotta, t- I gotta have the answer in two hours. I am not spending seven seasons on finding out like, you know, uh, the fact I disappeared in the hole. Oh my God. I don't care. You know, whatever. yeah, right. <laughs> um, th- all right, let's go to this. I want to say like when you, you've seen a lot of movies, with a lot of movies, give me a surprisingly good movie. Like you had gone to the movies. I always say to Neil, I don't want to see the previews, right? I want to just go to the movies, be surprised. Like, I hear it's good. Let's go. The premise, it's a one line. Give me the elevator pitch. Okay, it sounds good. Who's in it? Done. Let's go. I don't need to. The trailer ruins every movie as far as I'm concerned. But did, was there a movie that you went to that you went, oh, my God, I didn't know it was going to be that. That was cool. My favorite one of what you're talking about mm-hmm. that, that was in recent memory, and it's because I did what you did. I went into it with no information. Yep. I barely knew anything about it. Was uh, and this was a couple of years ago at this point, but it was such a great movie, and I didn't know what to expect. Was Hell or High Water? Oh, I did hear that was good. Hell or High Water. Oh, you never yeah. saw it? I don't it's, think I did see it. It's uh, it's got uh, uh, what's the guy's name? It's Ben, whatever his name is. He's the boyfriend from Six Feet. If you remember Six Feet Under, he's. Claire's yeah, boyfriend yeah, yeah. and one of the one of the boyfriends, but it's basically modern day Western in depressed area like East Texas, whatever it is, uh, and it's really it's it's remar- it's amazing. Oh, it's, and it's got Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Jeff, Jeff, Bridges, Jeff Bridges, yeah. Bridges is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but that's the one where I went into like because that does happen. Like that'd be my like I'm too curious not to look at trailers because I do like uh, trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, but normally like, like I, I'll, I'll find information before I go in, but with that one, I jumped, uh, right into it, uh, and, and had okay. no information. And I think it really helped the experience of liking it better, but it, but it's also a great movie. All right, Neil, what, do you remember one surprisingly good movie that we went to? I'll get, I got four of them on my list real I quick. Mean, I don't, it, I mean, we haven't gone to one in so long. No, but I mean, you can go all the way back. Like I remember Neil and I went to the matrix and we didn't think, Oh we, my, you didn't know what we, that was going to be. I didn't no, know what that was going to be. Was They're really like, Hey, day. we hear it's good. Like, okay, cool. Let's go see this. We knew it was sci-fi. Seriously. I turned to him like, 20 minutes in after that opening crazy scene and I look at it, I go I, I have no idea what's happening <laughs> I go this is really cool but I have n- I, I thought it was good that's how I knew I was, still, I was like I was still enthralled and I have I have no idea what we're watching like I didn't and then finally it very slowly if you go in knowing nothing you finally then you it does take a while to figure out what happens but when we left you're we like that was pretty cool that was definitely one of them that we went we were surprised absolutely um, the other one is like happiness Todd Solon's like oh we, my! I, that's we, a movie that I love, but I'll only watch once. Yeah. It's like one of those kinds. Of things. <laughs> yeah, it's I was so like, messed up. Can I tell like, you? I was on a date. Talk about a date. I'm on a date in that movie, 
And some of the, I mean, people in the movie theater, you take that movie one of two ways, okay? You could take it as hilarious if you watch it a certain way. Yeah, well, it is hilarious. It is hilarious. And you could take it as like, oh my God, this is so (laughs) depressing, shocking. So the girl I'm with is like depressing. Horrified. 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 And I am crying, laughing, (laughs) howling in the theater. One of few. Like giggling, like yeah, laughing yeah. hard. But I remember that laughing and then someone in the other row looked at us. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, My, she turned to me and no, said... A person looked at us like pissed off. Yeah, us. yeah. She's, she turned she goes, what are you laughing at? I'm like, it's fucking hilarious. What are you... So I never. I always wanted to ask Todd Solons, like, what was? Is it supposed to be funny? Because I'm. Oh, absolutely. Hilarious. There's no way he didn't mean that to be funny. All There's right. no way. All right, I love that one. And then the the biggest of my one of my favorite ones ever was uh, Boogie Nights. I thought you were gonna say in the company. Oh of my God! Yeah, you went. Oh, and yeah, the Company Nights. of Men was Neil great. Abute. I love that one. Neil Abute. The first time I saw it in the Company of Men, I was like, that was fucking him. Who is this? Is guy? that Aaron Eckhart? Aaron yes. Eckhart? And, uh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched yeah. everything he ever did. I went to plays of his. I thought he was a genius. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they got not progressively worse. They were just not as good as that he's one. In, he's in jail now. No, he's not. No, I'm just joking. Oh, okay. No, but ha- Boogie, I remember we saw Boogie Nights. I was like, that was all. And this was before anybody knew who any of these guys were. You know, Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. Now he's like an auteur. You know? Yeah, like so great. And then I'll give you a Neil one because he loves this one. Um, Neil saw Sideways, and I thought it was a good movie. I was like, oh, that was pretty good. Neil saw Sideways. Forget about it. He went into, like, he went to Napa. He went, right, yeah. Neil? I live these movies. When they were good I, back in the day, I'd live, I'd seriously. And like, you'd become that guy. Yeah, I really would. I, would. I would be like, they influenced me so much that I would then go do all this he shit. He went to Napa, got punched in the face a couple times. It was great. It was great. Okay, let's go well, the other know, way. Let's go the other way. Oh, yeah. Surprisingly bad movie. Like you went in like. Well, but oh. before you before you do that, I want to say one thing. You know about the From Dust Till Dawn thing, right? Do you know the, From Dust Till Dawn the movie? Uh, yeah, that would turn out. Was that Robert Rodriguez? Robert Rodriguez, but you know they originally wanted to to to, uh, to advertise it as just a heist movie, and uh. then you show up, and it was ninety five, so you could have done this, and then you show up, and it turns into a van. Like midway through, it becomes a vampire movie. Right. But you would just show up thinking it was just about Tarantino and, and Clooney running away from the cops. Right. But it turned out, which I thought would have been, I would have loved if I could have walked, talk about not having information, <laughs> walked into it and then be like, what the fuck? I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's why, I, that's why how I think you should go into movies. You should not yeah, you're know right. anything. And it makes the experience so well, much different well, and better. One of the greatest previews ever was the, the one for uh, Twister. And it was just oh yeah, the it, cows coming at them. No, they didn't even show that. It was just oh. an engine going down the road and like hits a truck. So you don't even know that it's a tornado movie. You just know that it's, it's crazy action. And then because the movie was terrible, but that <laughs> that is such a good movie that can get you in the movie theater. Maybe. Yeah. Right, how about this one? Bad movies. You went in, you thought it was going to be good, and then boom. Oh, I I know my number one for that is American Hustle. American Hustle. That's oh, that's true. We've. Um, I have such an issue with that movie. First off, it's like you. <laughs> I, I like David O. Russell because I think that's who did it, right? right? David yeah, O. Russell did yeah. it. I like. I like. I, I even like I Heart Huckabees. I just rewatched I Heart Huckabees. I like that. I like Three Kings is amazing. Three Kings. The is guy amazing. is good. I, but, but you tried to make like this Scorsese weird slash comedy thing where it's funny because it's Christian Bale fat and bald, and it's <laughs> but it's really not. Yeah, I agree like, with you it, on this so much. American. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of funny scenes in it, like when when um, Bradley Cooper is making fun of. Louis in the chair, like how he uh-huh. like that. There's a couple of moments like that, and like Bradley Cooper's good in it. But like, talk about miscast. Like, you could have made a really cool movie if you just would have. 
cast it properly and not done the Scorsese thing of like I need my guys that I use. Like if you, if you would have just been a smarter about it and like like Jeremy Renner, like I found out later that Jeremy Renner was given the Christian Bale. What was it like? Christian Bale, Christian Bale bailed at first on that movie, and then. Then Jeremy Renner was given that role, and then Christian Bale came back. So Jeremy Renner was given like the role that should have been played by like a fifty-five-year-old Italian dude, like chubby. <laughs> like it, it made no sense, yeah. right? Right, yeah. Neil? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it yeah, just, yeah, yeah. We watched it. Was it weird. just had a lot of horizontal scenes that just went. It, yeah. was just, it just became like you said, a bunch of movie stars dressed up. Yeah, a it bunch was, of movie stars like play acting or yeah, something. Yeah, it was yeah, really. It was bad. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's the one that I was like dying to see, and have, then I saw it and was like, "Wait, what?" Neil and I, Neil reminded me of one today when we were working on this. The quintessential: watch the trailer. This is going to be so cool, and then it's a fucking nightmare. Is the Lobster? I don't know if you've ever seen. Oh, that. I never watched it. Oh my god! One of the best trailers. Great, Funny, great premise. What's the, like kid, the, premise what's the guy's makes name? You in? laugh. Uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah, the premise makes you laugh. It, you know, you can see where this is going. It looks like he loves it. And this director, everything he does has got the same. Like he's a he's weird. You know, his next one was a little. His next one was better. It actually, she won the uh, Academy Award. What's the English? Uh, um, Cersei Ronan. No, no, no. The 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 Olivia Coleman. Oh, it was oh, the, the director. She directed it. Or she wrote it. She, no, Olivia Coleman was the. She's the queen yeah, who goes yeah, Queen yeah, Anne. Yeah. She goes crazy oh, okay, okay. with the rabbits yeah. and whatever. Like that, that he did that when he just the ending's a little weird, but it's a really good movie. Uh, and she's terrific in it. And she won the Academy the Award. But really the lobster, scarred us. it scarred us. Oh it my God, we were so mad. I can't even tell you how angry <laughs> we were. It wasn't funny. They didn't come to anything even remotely a joke. It's the darkest, weirdest garbage. The end is the I don't fucking know. I, I still don't know what's going on. Just, Brutal, just brutal, brutal, brutal. Um, Mine is a Tree of Life, though. Yeah, Neil's came did back from Tree see, of Life. Did you tree, see Tree of Life? I never saw Tree of Life. Oh. Is that is that what's his name? Uh, Mal- um, yeah, Terrence Malick. Oh, Terrence Malick. No, because, but I I like Terrence Malick. Yeah, I, I love. Saw. Uh, I saw this movie at the same theater, Union Square. It's a it would just had opened up the Union Square Theater. I saw like the three, Regal one. The Regal one. It's it, I saw Thin Red Line. The the war oh, movie. Thin Red Line's great. Yeah, it, yeah. It is, I just loved it. And winds. The the grass is growing. I mean, blowing in the wind for like twenty minutes. But the it just I, it hit me right. I was like, okay, grass growing, life, and it was so good, right? So I'm so excited for Tree of Life. But he takes the he takes those shots and just. Now it's instead of twenty minutes, it's almost forty minutes of a, of <laughs> yeah, a, a yeah. bee flying on a plant, and and then my favorite part of the whole movie is we sat in there at Bethel, and then at the very end, the person just some lady in the theater just goes, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> 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 and yeah. I was like one of the best endings of any New York thing I've ever seen. And, Everybody felt the same way. Everybody was mad. Uh, he, he, that's he, the he best calls the whole me. Crowd I was supposed to. Up. I was supposed to go. I didn't go. He calls me up. He goes, you got to go see this. I go, wow, is it really that good? He goes, you got to go see it. I go, does that mean it's really good? You got to go see it. I go, I go, how was he? He goes, it's the worst fucking movie. I want people to suffer. He wants me to suffer through it. Um, All right, real quick. We're running out of time. Do you have a, oh, by the way, we we have another one. Revolutionary Road. That was another one. Like, uh, I want to kill, I want to kill everybody. Oh, everybody loved that one. I I never saw that either because I heard it was like. The worst. Too so intense. Too long. Too intense for no reason. And it's like that nobody would ever say anything. I call that movie, that movie should be called Subtext because nobody actually (laughs) says anything. They just do stuff underneath to annoy the other person. It was driving me crazy. 
Um, okay, real quick, favorite food at the movies? Like, what snack is the oh, uh, snack? Oh, popcorn. Popcorn. popcorn or, or mostly I guess I go candy and I'll go um, milk duds or Reese's Pieces. Right. Popcorn weight as is or with the butter and the other shit on it? I usually do as is. Yeah. Ooh. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I like when it's The butter ends butter. up getting so crazy. What? Yeah. I like the butter. <laughs> I don't like the butter. I like the butter. I don't care. If, if you go and just go all out. and then But Neil loves Junior Mints. Um, I like Raisinets. Those are the big go-to. I mean, we get a ton of shit. It's like a huge experience when we used to go. We used we, to buy we don't so much buy stuff. Yeah. At the movie theater, we bring it in. Well, the movies is one of the hardest. Like when you're trying to quit soda. Like I haven't drank soda in a yeah. while. But I'll have the iced tea here and there. But soda, um, soda, movie theater soda is one of the reasons why I get back into soda. It's the best thing in the world. <laughs> well, Neil used to get I the massive it. Coke. What was it? He get the almost, giant I'm Coke. I'm going to die because And of for that. like 10 years, he couldn't make it through. If it was two hours, anything over 145, at 145, exactly, he had to go to take a piss. <laughs> it was the of fun. course. Like, you can't leave now. It's the, you know, the, the final the act climax of the climax of the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. he's walking out. His guy's like pulling a gun, you know, like, that's what? Like, <laughs> that's, so funny. that's how we judge in our family if a movie's good or not, because if my dad falls asleep, not has to go to bed. All right, now, now, well, last question. I'm very interested in this. What's favorite? Do you have a favorite theater? And if not, what's your favorite seat in the theater? Dead center, back, left, right. Do you have a favorite seat? I do on the end, in the like towards the back. So I do like where where I want to do it, where you're kind of on the up uptick, right. where you're kind of on the uphill. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to. I want to be on the end because in my case, I do have to pee during the movie. <laughs> I hate. I hate being. Even though I know it's like up. Upper middle is the best. Apparently, like right in the middle of the of the of the, um, yep. of the row is uh-huh. supposed to be the best. I like where as long as I as long, there's there's certain seats where you can be on the end, but you're still within the movie screen where you like you're kind of you're 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 ensconced by the movie screen enough. You know what I'm saying? Like you're like so that I'll do like that's what I am. I'm back towards towards the back and uh, like I'm usually towards the right. I do for some reason. I don't know why I do that, but I'll do towards <laughs> the ever, right. Have like, you ever had to watch a movie from the first row though? Yeah, and, and it's awful. <laughs> like, it's absolutely like, awful. Why do they even have that row? I, Just I take the first. It. Take them all. It's like but Elaine I, in Seinfeld when she has the. You know. Yeah, I did watch but, one from the first row. It's funny you say that. First of all, Neil, we got to wrap this up. But I first of all, uh, we used to sit in in the theater here. They had like the handicap seats, and in the handicap seat, they'd pull out like seven seats around it, so you could have like super leg room. So we would walk in as the thing was starting, and if both sides were empty, we knew we could just take the handicap seat. I mean, nothing made me happier than leg room. So that, oh my god, it's fantastic. So that's where we would usually sit. But the other thing, I sat in the front row one time, and the story is for uh, Spinal Tap, and when yeah. because we could not get a seat, it was packed. People were loving. I mean, this show, I'm with my friend Phil. We're probably 18, right? And the thing, we are dying. I can't, I'm laughing so hard. I'm on the floor of the theater because there's nothing in front of me, <laughs> pounding the ground on the floor. We were in hysterics. We don't, you're so into this movie. It ends, we turn around. There's like seven people left in the theater. Seven. Really? They didn't get it. Wherever we watch this, they didn't get it. The seven, the uh, other seven people who loved it were, dying like we were dying because all we remember hearing is laughter but i remember turning around and like now most people just get up and walk out they thought it was a real documentary of a band or something it was no that's so funny yeah we loved it um yeah mine was the i watched the post from the front seat and it was awful jesus long too right it's long yeah yeah all right all right let's move on all right i'm gonna do we're gonna do a, a movies quiz 
for the quiz, and uh, I will tell you what it is as soon as Neil goes into the soundproof booth. Okay. So is Neil cheat? Is Neil in his house or is Neil with you right now? He's with me. He's actually uh, social distancing about thirty feet away. <laughs> I have. I swear, I run the wire all the way across. We haven't seen each other in forever, so we're banging out them all today. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I just got tested this morning, so hopefully it'll come back. If it comes back positive, we're both not going. Nobody else is here. (laughs) Birdie is out of town with uh, mommy. Um, Oh, okay. okay. All right. So this is movies quiz. Same quiz as last time. I'm just going to give you the the quote from the movie. You tell me what movie it is. Oh, shit. Okay. You beat him last time. You got him good. I know, but there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. There's going to be 15 questions. Okay. And let me see. Uh Do I have an extra one? If you tie out, we'll do it one-on-one. Whoever answers first when he comes back. But for now... 15 and here we go number one if you left my if you let my daughter go now that'll be the end of it i will not look for you i will not pursue you but if you take it yeah good number two i'm king of the world titanic i'll be back terminator here's johnny uh shining a martini shaken not stirred now you got to give me when it was first said what movie um, oh, uh, it's James Bond. Um, t- 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 not tomorrow never dies. Uh, oh, jeez. Um, Octopussy? I have no idea. No. May the Force be with you. Star Wars. Oh, which one? Or no, no, that's fine. No, okay. Uh, Striker. Uh, Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Oh, Airplane. Yeah. Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me, aren't you? The Graduate. Show me the money. Uh, Jerry Maguire. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Gone with the wind. No wire hangers ever. Mommy dearest. They're here. Uh, Poltergeist. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. 2001. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Uh, Midnight Cowboy. Yep. And I wish I knew how to quit you. Um, that's, uh, that's, um... Brokeback Mountain. Yes. Good job. <laughs> so 14 out of 15. Let's see yeah. if you can beat it. Neil. Oh, shit. I think, I think he's got this. All I got to do is get one. He'll know. He'll probably know which Bond movie. Very easy. Like, this, this one's very easy. You, I think you might have a chance. I mean, they're very easy today. You can bang them out, but you have to know one is really a little bit tricky. He went 14 for 15, but you it's oh, open. Shit. 14 for 15. Yeah, I got a chance. You got them all, right? No, but it, <laughs> you got a chance. I think you might, though. You, you, you definitely got, have a chance. You definitely, you definitely have, a have a chance. They're easy. Uh, okay, yeah, you ready? I thought you were going to tell me like 10 out of 15. No, you might go <laughs> you got 15 out of 15, but you got a chance. You do have a chance. Right. Ready? They're easy. I swear it's easy. It. It's easy. Go ahead. Just hit me with it. All right. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. Taken. Not... All right, there you go. See? You're on the board. <laughs> Good luck. I'm the king of the world. Titanic. I'll be back. Uh, Terminator. Here's Johnny. Uh, sh- the Shine. The Shining. Shine. If you have the sh- I didn't know it was called If You Have the Shine. I'm sorry. What's the name of the movie, Neil? The Shining. Yeah. But there's actually a movie on HBO now called Sleep Monster that is the sequel to The Shining. Oh, wow. But not really. Okay. A martini shaken, not stirred. James Bond. Yeah, but what movie? What's the first movie he said it in? Uh, the first James Bond, James Bond, first edition. 
First edition. He's not the Bible. I was gonna say Moonraker. That's an old one. Yeah. Uh, Wait, the first one that he said that in? Yeah. Well, Sean Connery said it. Yeah, I I don't understand how. What's the name of the one? I'm trying to deflect. I mean, I I guess I'll just say the Uh, Pussy Galore. That one. (laughs) What movie is that? Uh, I'm gonna say James Bond Octohun. What? Uh, <laughs> Good try, dumbass. Uh, it's Goldfinger, you guys. That's oh, where it's. Shit. Oh, it is pussy. Gold. I said, I said octopussy. Oh yeah. shit! Oh, something with pussy, you two. I thought All I right. said. Pussy. All right, the rest of them. He ran off quickly. May the force be with you. Star Wars. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and airplane, don't call me sure. All right, Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce Graduate. me, aren't you? Yes. Show me the money. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, so nice, crazy. nice. I guess I know him, but my brain freezes. Yeah. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a Which damn. means I'm not smart. Uh, gone with the wind. No wire hangers ever. Mommy dearest. They're here. Oh, uh. Oh shit. oh, shit. I was about to say, oh, uh, uh, I was almost going to go back to a UFO Close Encounters, which was one of my favorite. <laughs> he gets me. He's all the way across the they room, Sean. They say that in Close Encounters. And I read it, and then he chokes, and then I just look up. <laughs> I just like look up from the page I'm oh, reading. Shit. And he's just staring at me. I'm like, oh, I thought he went blank. That would have been great. <laughs> Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Oh, uh, uh, know the name of this movie it's stanley kubrick oh my god uh, stanley, <laughs> you know it stanley kubrick i'm gonna let you come back uh because i'm gonna laugh space odyssey mm. shit 2000 year old man because of carl <laughs> reiner uh space odyssey mm, i'm gonna come back uh, to that all right, you all right. <clears throat> i'm walking here come back sir what do you mean come I'm back gonna come come back. i'm gonna let him pull his shit together <laughs> I'll give him one more shot at before you, you see how this is gonna end, I right, John? Lose by one. I perfect. wish I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> Shit! Oh fuck! I wish I knew how to quit you. I wish I knew how to quit you. Yeah, I know that. Uh, yeah, because it's like. But I don't know that. I wish I knew how to quit you. Oh, it took me a couple seconds back. to realize. There you go. Okay, last one. Oh come what? on! You're doing an accent. <laughs> oh, oh, movie. He's, he's like over his last ten. That's what the alien said. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I just, I just me, literally watched the Stanley Cooper special. Let me special. get the buzzer. You almost, I'll give you this. You almost had it. Yeah, You're off it's, by it's, maybe it's one like digit. Space Odyssey 2000. No, oh, no. <laughs> Go ahead, tell him. 2001. That's right. 2001, 2001 is Space Odyssey. The winner is Sean Donnelly. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's the same ending as last time. Oh. Yes, I regained my title. <laughs> That's so crazy. He retains the, <laughs> the champ, retains the title. I just, I mean, I've kept my title. I shouldn't say regained yeah, my title. Yeah, that was good, title. though. Oh, well, my I, God. How do you, why? No, because what happened was I, I'm this whole QAnon Trump. <laughs> they, they killed Stanley Kubrick. Fake no, shit. Yeah, they, they killed student Stanley Kubrick after he made Legs Wide Shut. Or whatever the movie. Eyes wide shut. Legs wide shut. They killed him. Legs wide shut is the name of his show. That's the porno version. (laughs) But it's in my head that he was murdered, and then I couldn't think of the film. I'm sorry, Neil. It was a good try. All right. Well, 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 also there's there's some there's some shady business going over there. You have Lenny going. 
I wish I could quit you. <laughs> You're doing uh, uh, we are naked. We are not in a bad way. <laughs> I, had, I knew he was going to choke. He was going down the toilet, Sean. So I, there's nothing. Losing by two, losing by one. It's way better if he loses by one. Um, uh, no, I totally understand. Yeah, yeah. The way we end the show is one good thing or one bad thing of the week. Neil, you want to start this? Um, yeah, I just, I just, I'm back in New York, so I feel good about life. But I do miss the the suburbs, or I miss the the house in Pennsylvania where, you know, I was just close to retiring. <laughs> I, was, I had no money to retire, but I was literally in my head, I'm like, I guess this, I'm just gonna call it a day. I made, yeah. a good, I yeah. made a good run at it. I have a house in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, oh, you do? Yeah, we have a house in the in the central Pennsylvania, and it's it's pretty much he's got a money pit in the middle of it's nowhere. It's pretty much is what he paid wants to for, say. but the yeah, the roof's collapsing and, and needs paint. But I and I can't do any work. I'm absolutely <laughs> terrible at working on shit. So you Are you? Is it, is it near Royersford? That's where I was on Saturday. Yeah, no, it's in uh, it's in Altoona, like outside Altoona. It's, okay, okay, okay. It's really a it's really a different kind of life, and and the, the neighbors are always like, uh, "Yeah, why don't you come on down here and live?" And I'm like, "Man, I'm, maybe I will." <laughs> <laughs> you might as well. New York City's gonna be dead for a year, so maybe. I know. Uh, all right. Um, my, do you have a good thing or a bad thing of the week this week? Sean? A good thing or a bad thing of the week? I have. Uh, I I I I've gotten a lead on getting myself a one bedroom in Queens. So that's oh, nice. Oh, wow. Where are you the real going? You're with your mom, right? No, no, I'm in Queens oh. still, but I have a roommate, and then I, uh, but I'm gonna check out one on Sunday, and maybe I'll switch up because my, my my lease is almost done in like a month or two, so oh, wow. I'm trying to trying to move in, and it'll be the first time I live alone, so I'll be excited oh, wow. about that. Oh, that yeah, so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I thought cool. you were gonna tell me your good thing was you had Zoom sex on your <laughs> day. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, tell me what happened. Like, how does that work? <laughs> oh my god! My good thing of the week—it's a good thing. We since Gina and Bertie are visiting Grandma, and um, you know, I'm getting my COVID test, and we're putting these in the can and whatever. Um, I had the cleaning lady come in here and just clean everything after four months. I mean, I was cleaning. I'm the cleaning lady usually. G- just so Gina Gina's knows, yeah. when Lenny said cleaning lady, he had a, he put quotes up. Yeah, air I put quotes. air quotes. The cleaning lady. <laughs> I did have a cleaning lady bit I was working on, and then pandemic hit so i'm not going to finish that bit yet but um it's spotless i took all the baby stuff and put it in the baby's room i put all the gina stuff in the gina side of the room on her in her bedroom on the side in her bedroom in our bedroom on the side of the room but i mean it's so neat and clean i love it so much i love when my place is neat and clean sean i can't even tell you i love so it too great. i had the same scenario like a couple weeks ago and i i loved it you, the bathroom right now is pristine and neil's seriously the only one who's i think used this the bathroom the second bathroom so i know there's gonna be one <laughs> giant pubic hair sitting on that room <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be so mad I, all right if you would have told me i would have made sure of it <laughs> Um, all right, Sean Donnelly is www.seandonnellycomedy.com. His Twitter and Instagram is Shawneytime, which I always think is see anytime, but it's Shawneytime. No, yeah, it's Shawneytime, yeah. Shawneytime, and uh, thank you so much for yeah, doing I hope this. You do it again. That was so much. I fun. can't wait to see You're you. So it's been too long. Other than that, we'll I see know, you on the Zooms buddy. And, yeah, I know. Hopefully, sucks. when this when everything starts opening up, we'll we'll, we'll run into each other. Yeah, come back. Or we and- just or just hang out, you know. Yeah, come back when the uh, aliens attack and you can tell me how wrong I was. <laughs> I, I would have spent the rest of the quarantine convincing you about aliens. Yeah, or go to Idaho and tell me what you see. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. All right, Sean. Thank you uh, so much. Uh, all right, guys. See good to see you. Soon. Good to see you, Neil. Bye. I mean, good Bye. to talk to you. All right, yeah. bye. Four
Bonus Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Buttons Podcast.